Hey guys, thanks for joining me today on the Dad Code Podcast, Real Dads, Real Talk, No BS. I uh, got a real great show for you today. I'm uh, going to be talking about some uh, Coach Dad updates today. Um, also, we're going to be talking about uh, uh, class reunions since I, uh, me and some friends inadvertently crashed a 10-year class reunion yesterday. Just kind of some observations that I had there. Uh, also, at the end of the show, we're going to be uh, giving a, a pretty big announcement uh, as far as uh, the Dad Code Podcast goes, and you guys need to stick around for that. But before we get started, go ahead and hit the like and subscribe button there on YouTube. Give us a rumble on Rumble. Check us out on all the social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, all the above uh, at the Dad Code Podcast. Also, you can get the audio versions of all these podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon, and the like. Guys, here we go. Coach Dad update. So, the tournament is here. Uh, This is winner go home time. Um, I hesitate to ever... uh, express it that way to the boys just because uh, that's a lot to take in, I think for an eight year old. Um, But you know, it is what it is, right? So we had our first tournament game. Didn't play real well. So, I mean, uh, to give you a little bit of background, the, uh, the league changed our dates around like three times in the last two weeks, we were supposed to have one last regular season game before we entered into the tournament and because of rainouts and some teams not having enough, uh, what they viewed as enough games, they're trying to get everybody to 10 games. And it just, we had teams with seven games and eight games and all this. And they were going to try to, instead of using that last week as a regular season week for everybody, they were going to cap everybody at 10 games and let the other teams catch up, catch up. Pardon me. Jesus hiccup uh let the other teams uh catch up to 10 games uh so they tried to do that and then it rained out those games uh and then everybody was just like let's just stop it right here and let's let the standings sit where they are and we'll start the tournament um so it's been a little bit of a rigmarole uh we were kind of hoping we were going to have that last regular season game to be able to knock some rust off of a you know two and a half week hiatus that you know we had in our schedule uh, I went on vacation. I mean, the, some of the assistant coaches helped with a uh, with some practices. So, I mean, we 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 got some practicing in in the time. But I mean, I still expected us to be uh, a little bit rusty just from not playing in two and a half weeks. But uh, like I said, first tournament game, uh, we played it. Um, definitely could see some rust. Uh, but we are the type of team, the way that we play, we play good defense. You know, I've coached these boys on every facet of the game. I expect them to, to, uh, to play like they're coached. And honestly they did, you know, and and our motto for them has been stay in the fight, stay in the fight. Uh, cause nothing is ever out of reach for us as a team because we, we have a very balanced lineup. We have some skilled kids, and we have some kids that have tremendously improved along the way. Um, so we ended up pulling it out. It was, a, uh, I think we won in the bottom of the last inning. Yeah, we won bottom of the last inning. Time had expired. We were the home team. 
Um, and uh, I think our leadoff hitter hit a triple. And then our next hitter, you know, just put the ball in play and game was over. Um, I just the, – the, the biggest comments I have in my notes here are that the, the other coaches were just kind of a bunch of asses, honestly. They're just a bunch of clowns. Uh, they have some decent players. They really do. Honestly, I mean, if I were putting together a, a travel team, I mean, I would have taken some of their kids because – but the problem is, is that they, they got some kids that are playing – that are really good, but they're playing in weird positions. I don't understand why they're playing there. Uh, if they think they're kind of trying to hack, you know, the system somehow uh, by putting them in these particular positions. I mean, their best players playing pitcher, which coach pitch, I'm not really understanding how that's the most advantageous. But um, uh, the biggest thing is the coaches, they, they don't know the rules. I mean, of, for the game, I mean, it was every single inning. There was at least one or two things that they just wanted to stop play and talk about and challenge the umpire. The umpire was a young, I mean, he was a kid. He was a teenager. Uh, but the, it was, it appeared to me that they were trying to, to really intimidate him and, you know, take advantage of a young, young umpire almost on every call. Um, I mean, they even got a little sassy with me because they tried to come out there and say that, you know, one of my players was doing something wrong and I corrected him and said, no, no, sir, this is, this is the rule actually. And, you know, he, he kind of tried to get in my personal space a little bit, but I mean, he's, he was kind of a little guy. Um, I, I just kind of smiled and <laughs> just looked at him because he, he, he kind of took a step towards me and said, you need to learn the rule book. And I said, I was like, well, you know, this ended embarrassing for him. Um, because I said, well, all right, look, coach, why don't we do this? Why don't we go ahead and get the rule book out? And let's, let's find the rule since you decided to stop play. Let, let's make sure that we're, I'm not wrong because you know what? I'm willing to be wrong knowing that I was not wrong. So I pulled the rule book out and I showed him the rule. He just went storming off back to his dugout. I uh, just, it's like, and I, and I was a bit of an ass too. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I showed him the rule and I said, oh, I guess I did read the rule book. That went over great. But anyways, it just kind of progressed from there. I mean, I really do respect anyone who volunteers to come out and coach young boys or girls. Um, but good grief. Don't embarrass your kids because you don't know the rules. I mean, I, most coaches in this league particularly, it just seems like they're a bunch of dipshits. Um, I, I really don't like cussing too much, but uh, – on this platform, but, uh, they really are, but they, they really, I think they really hate me and my coaching staff, uh, just because we, we have really worked really hard with these kids, taught them real baseball knowledge. Um, you know, not just that, just taught them, you know, basic things, honestly, about working hard and, and doing the right thing. Uh, uh, but, but I mean, these guys not knowing the rules, I mean, they didn't even know, they didn't. They couldn't grasp that the game was over whenever it was the bottom of the last inning and the time had expired, and we scored the last run. And they were like, "The game's not over yet. There's there's like forty five seconds left." I'm like, "But there's no outs." So do you want me? I mean, I'll I can stand here for forty five seconds if you'd like. But it's like, guys, you're 
you're really making yourself look bad. So, uh, but I mean, yeah, they, they, it's stuff like this that they just can't stand our coaching staff already just because, I mean, we took a pretty average team, honestly. I mean, we, all the, all the teams in this league have some pretty good players. They've done a good job of spreading the talent out, but we took a lot of, uh, very average and some below average, uh, kids and, we absolutely coached our ass off this year. We really have. Um, like I, I've told my assistants that, I mean, the, the, the season could end today and I'd be happy with, with the progress that we made, the, uh, the amount of knowledge we've given the boys, how they've performed, the things that they've learned, the friends that they've made too. Um, but we've improved all their skills, um, offense and defense, which apparently that's not normal at this age or in this league. Uh, but right now we're second in the league. We've won our first game in the tournament. We play a, a team that we've beat actually three times before, if you count the scrimmage in the fall uh, or, or I guess the winter, whatever, before the league play started. We've beaten them, and we've beaten them pretty convincingly the last two times. Um, uh, but it's a big game. I mean, they're a very well-coached team too. I know they're – their coach and he's a really good guy and he's doing he's very much in the same vein we are we're doing the best with what we got trying to teach him the game and uh it, it's i mean nothing really matters that you did before in the tournament and that's that's kind of been my ma- my message to the boys that we got to be able to stay in the fight we got to perform doesn't matter every single day we have to play braves baseball and you know for us that means playing good solid defense making our relay throws um, hitting the ball, uh, well, if not, if not well, at least timely running the bases exceptionally and, um, you know, staying in the fight, staying in the fight. And, and, you know, speaking of a relay throw, we made an unbelievable relay throw folks. Uh, the one, the one ball that they really hit well in this game, it went all the way to the fence. Our left center fielder goes all the way out there makes a great relay throw to our shortstop shortstop throws an absolute bullet to our third baseman to tag out the, 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 the hitter at third base. I mean, I, people, this is also probably why some of these coaches, say because I got so excited. I'm like, Oh, let's go. You know, I mean, it was great. It was a great moment. All the boys were fired up. It's stuff like that, that makes it worth it for me to be teaching them all this stuff. And, um, yeah, I'm just very, very proud, proud of them, but, uh, big game coming up tomorrow night, today's Sunday. So tomorrow night, uh, we got a, our second tournament game, uh, against that team. I was just telling you about, um, we'll see how it goes. Uh, we got to be focused. That's for sure. We had a practice yesterday is a very good practice. I feel like we've kind of knocked all the rust off at this point. I I don't have any any uh, reservations about the game uh, tomorrow. Um, I just uh, want our kids to go out there and have fun and, and earn themselves a cha- championship. I mean, it's not going to be given to them. You know, every game is going to be tough at this point. So one more win, though, we get to go to the, the championship game for the league. Um, I will tell you, one of my assistants – coffee break there. One of my assistants um, – after the the game this last week was very worried almost to the point where i thought he was gonna hyperventilate uh 
over basically all the pressure and how bad, you know, we didn't look that good, you know, what do we need to do different uh, moving into this game? Because we just didn't look good. I, I I never really, you know, I'm learning as a coach too, but I, I never really understood that uh, part of what I'm going to have to do as a coach is also coach up some of the coaches. Um, they, they, they help me out tremendously and I appreciate everything they do for me, but occasionally they have to have some, some coaching also, uh, you know, as far as what we can do different, my response was, why would we need to do anything different? What about what just happened was unexpected to the point to where we need to do something different. And he really didn't have much of an answer. He just kind of sat there and I just said, we thought we were going to have another regular season game to knock off some of this rest. So this, we, we, we predicted that we were going to be resting, but we didn't get it, you know? So we were playing a lower seed in the first round. So, I mean, I, w- I knew we would probably be rusty, but I knew we would probably, you know, come out on top. I mean, no matter what the score said in that game, it was never out of, out of control. We were never not in control of the game. So, um, so that was number one. And number two, look at how far we've come and look at all the improvements that we've made. Why would we change that? Why would we change that? Either you believe in the process or you don't. Either you believe in what we're teaching these kids or you don't. You know, if you're looking for a hack coach, this is not, we don't do hacks. There's no shortcuts to achieving what you want. You got to go through the process. You got to trust the process. There's no hacks. Like I said, there's only work, only hard work. And that's the only way that you get what you want. And that's what we're trying to teach these kids. Um, so I settled him down, got him back on board, said, look, we're going to, this was before yesterday's practice. And I said, look, we need to come out and have one of our practices. Our practices work. We have said it all year and we've been preaching it all year. We stand behind it. We're going to do what we do, period. Because we know it works. I have confidence in it. So I am not particularly worried about it. And we go out and we have the practice that we had yesterday. And it is, gosh, it's so, it's so amazing to watch. Um, how the boys respond to the structured environment that we've provided for them. Uh, I mean, we, most of our kids could not catch pop flies, you know, fly balls hitting the air. And yesterday we were having kids that I never thought would ever be able to catch. They were catching fly balls. It was amazing. I mean, this is stuff we've been working on them all year about and dude, they're doing it. Finally, it works. Stick to the process. The process works but you have to do the work you have to struggle struggle is good but again big game tomorrow night looking forward to seeing how my boys respond um and moving on uh yesterday you know after our win on whenever it was i think it was thursday night or friday night whatever Moving into the weekend uh, or after practice, you know, I decided, you know, let's I want to go to the gun range. So we went to the gun range, do a little shooting, little pew pew, little ping ping. 
my wife had never shot a handgun before. So I brought her out there and was trying to teach her some things and, you know, basic safety stuff. And that was fun. Uh, A little bit scary. I had to take the gun away from her a few times. Uh, So I'll probably be enlisting the help of a, of a professional to be able to teach her just cause you know, when you, when your husband is the one that's, that's trying to teach you these things, sometimes it just doesn't go over as well as, you know, a, a perfect stranger. Uh, but anyways, no, that's not the point of this. Uh, but you know, after we, we left there, we went to a local brewery that was kind of on the way back from the gun range. Cause the gun range is kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Rightfully. So, uh, but we went to this brewery and apparently we crashed a 10 year high school reunion, uh, which that was eye opening. Uh, a lot of things I noticed, you know, we saw still saw after 10 years, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm 10 years removed from my 10 year reunion, but I didn't go to it. Uh, but you could still see at this 10 year reunion, the clicks forming that were still forming. Are there all these little groups of folks that were just standing around and, uh, it, it was, it was like, golly, it's like high school all over again. Uh, you know, so there's always the clicks that are still going to form, uh, at least in the beginning. And then there's that one loud guy who was probably the class clown who still feels like he has to be that guy around these people. So he was really loud and boisterous. You know, there was a band playing, he's screaming over the band. So, I mean, but, uh, it was, it was, I was like, golly, every time that guy opens his mouth, I'm like, Oh, geez, this makes me not want to be here, but this is just too good not to watch, uh, nonstop entertainment, if you will. And then there's also always, one or two that just sit by themselves. Uh, there was one guy in particular that I was focusing on. Uh, he he kind of actually worried me a little bit, you know, dressed in all black, uh, had, it appeared that he had large objects of some kind in his pockets. He was really smoking. He was vo- both vaping and smoking at the same time. And he was, and he was pulling some drags off of those like crazy, and uh talking to himself you know drinking taking lots of drinks um i was like man i really don't feel comfortable with this guy (laughs) acting this way and uh you know you're trying not to make a big deal out of everything and i'm like i just came from the gun range and i just spent all my ammo so now i have yeah i have a, a firearm in the car but i don't have any ammunition I was like, I guess maybe I could just throw it at him. But, but anyways, uh, but moving on, eventually others did come and talk to him and, 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 you know, his demeanor changed tremendously. Um, what I hope is that someone noticed that he was over there by himself and someone made a conscious effort to go over and talk to him. Um, maybe was he bullied? Was he kind of the pariah in high school? I don't know. By the way, other people I, I have in here also that there were a lot of people that were really overdressed trying to maybe show themselves off a little bit. But back to this guy, you know, my, my point remains, was he, was he kind of the bully? Was he kind of the standout? Was he the, the pariah in high school? 
And then it got me thinking, you know, how many of these folks regret the person that they maybe pretended to be in high school when they were younger? How many wish they would have made more friends or different friends even when they were in high school? Made me think about me, you know, I'm 20 years out. How many of these people do I wish I had made friends with? I tried to make friends with a lot, but I was, I was a pretty shy kid in high school. You know, um, maybe some of these people were struggling with something early in life in silence. Maybe they overcame it now. Got me thinking about that. You know, some of these, because you think if, if he was a, a bullied kid in high school, if he was kind of the pariah, if he was kind of the, the weird kid in high school, maybe he was really actually struggling with something. Maybe he was struggling with poverty. Maybe he, he, he was struggling with some sort of, uh, um, abuse at home potentially and now he's overcome it now he's gotten out of it because it makes you think if he was if he was that kid in high school why did he even show up to it you know maybe he had a reason maybe he wanted somebody to know that yeah I man you know i i really struggled in high school a lot but i overcame it maybe he had a little brother and and he said you know me and my brother you know we 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 had an abusive alcoholic father in high school or stepfather or whatever. But we overcame it. We got out of that situation. We did it together. I mean, that's, that's great. I don't I mean, these kinds of things go through my head a lot. I mean, call me a weirdo, whatever. But it also makes me think, you know, uh, kind of what I try to teach my son that you should, you should always try to be everyone's friend. You should at least try. You know, a lot of times they don't make the choice to be your friend back. You know, if you try to be their friend and they decide they still want to be a jerk, you have to try. You have to. Because you never know when maybe you're going to be able to help each other one day. That's what, I mean, that's what friends are. That's community. That's friend, you know, that's friendship. You know, there's... There's a lot of, here I go getting on my soapbox. There's a lot of efforts today to put people in, you know, groups, put labels on them. Uh, there's a lot of things happening today socially that I just personally don't really understand necessarily all the way. And, and maybe I can be educated further on a lot of things and I'm open to be educated about it. But as a 30 year, uh, 38 year old from a different generation, I just, there's some things I just don't necessarily understand. Uh, but I think there's one thing that we can probably all agree on, and it's that no matter what, we should always try our best to be friends. Should always try, even if we're, you know, different from one another, or if we disagree about things. You know, I'd even argue that, especially if we're different or disagree. Because I, I'm, I'm not saying anybody's right. I'm not really saying anybody's wrong. You know, but life life is hard. Life is a struggle. And some people, it's it's a bigger struggle than others. It's 100% harder for some people than it is for me. And I, I totally recognize that. 
But that struggle is necessary. It's necessary for different people to varying degrees. There's a, it's a very multivariate equation. But I, you know, I'm just saying that really the only way that we can go forward is together. If we can still be friends, but have different opinions about whatever the subject is, maybe the answers lie somewhere between us. And the closer we are as friends, the closer we are to finding our very best life. That's all I got today, guys. Uh, before we go, though, big announcement. Believe it or not, I don't know how long it's going to take me to figure this out, but I think very soon we will officially have a Dad Code Podcast website for you guys to all have a central hub for everything that is the Dad Code Podcast. A little more organized all in one spot, kind of a jumping off point for all of our content. And maybe, maybe one day, maybe we'll even have some special content for members and the like. But thanks for joining me today, guys, on the Dad Code Podcast. Go ahead on your way out and hit the like and subscribe button for me on YouTube. Give me a rumble on Rumble. Check us out on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the Dad Code Podcast. And follow us on all your favorite podcasting platforms for the audio versions of all these podcasts. Really appreciate everything you guys really do. Have a great week. Again, the website is coming. Everybody make the most of this week. Come together. Make some friends. Dad out.